You're listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast, where we give you recovery nuggets to chew on and think about on your journey in recovery and on the path, featuring your host, David Clemen. What's up, all you recovery nuggets out there? This is your host, David Clemen. It is June 21st, summer solstice, the longest day of the year. Love it. Just got back from the pool. And uh, this is going to be a mini nugget. And um, I don't have any guests this week, but I was thinking about different things to talk about. And this month, this and July is a month of celebrations for me. Uh, This past Friday, I celebrated 14 years without nicotine or cigarettes. So that was pretty cool. Um, That was one of the last kind of crutches from my addiction that... um, I was able to let go of, and on July 8th, I will be celebrating 16 years, and on July 28th, I'll be turning 50, and let me tell you, my body is starting to do some interesting things. Um, just found out I have like a growth in my mouth that's kind of weird, so i got to get that checked out, and uh, you know, just things are kind of falling apart. Um, I'm not in a lot of pain. It's just things are, my body's definitely changing. And so I am using the tools of recovery to, um, surrender and accept that that's just kind of how it is. I mean, the old body's seen some miles time for some new tires, if you will. And, um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about that a little bit. And then also I watched a um, very interesting documentary on Netflix called The Pharmacist. I highly recommend it. There's a guy, the main character, uh, Dan Schneider. He has an interesting story. Um, He lost his son to the lifestyle of um, getting drugs. And then he was able to solve the case uh, it's really a fascinating story, and it leads down this other road into the Oxycontin epidemic. And uh, it's a really interesting story. I will warn you that it is it can be triggering for some people as far as the Oxycontin goes. Um, but I highly recommend that that mini series. I think it's only four episodes. So, um, yeah, but um, you know, there's a new country listening to the podcast someone in india is listening shout out india and um, i got another sponsor this week and so now i have two sponsors for the podcast so that's exciting um that helps pay for the website and the editing software and that kind of stuff so uh this week i'm interviewing dr andrew suskind and um, and author Brittany Shelton, and I'm also interviewing Stephanie from, we connected on Twitter. She's in recovery and she is, uh, I think she celebrated 13 years this year. So I'm interested to hear her story. And, um, and the next week I'm interviewing another author and her name is Gigi Langer. And she wrote a book called 50 Ways to Worry Less Now, uh, Reject Negative Thinking to Find Peace, Clarity, and Connection. And Brittany Shelton is the author of 
Discovering Beautiful, Finding Freedom from Childhood Trauma and Self-Destruction. And so, uh, you know, I've been reading those books to get prepared for the interviews coming up. And, um, you know, I've kind of slowed down on pushing so hard. Uh, it's the summertime and there's a lot of fun stuff going on. We're going to the pool more and there's some trips coming up and I may be going to Richmond this weekend and, um, work is in a really good flow. Um, went and hung out with my mom this weekend. So, you know, this, this mini nugget is really just me coming on, updating what's going on in the podcast and, you know, kind of sharing where I'm at, you know, anytime you have a, a health scare or whatever, I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but if I hear anything that's not the norm, um, I always go to the worst case scenario, you know, like, well, that's the thing that's going to take me out. I mean, I, I, I don't gradually get there. I start there and kind of talk myself back. And the doctor said, it's, you know, don't freak yourself out. It looks like it's going to be fine and whatever, but you know, it always kind of helps to share about where you're at with, your relationship or friends or people at work just kind of so you don't have to feel so alone. And, um, you know, I'm doing pretty good with it. And, um, I've really tried to stay off of web WebMD. We all know the, uh, the terrors of looking up a symptom and then going on WebMD and feeling much worse and more freaked out. So, um, let's see. But the thing about uh, doing this kind of stuff and going to the doctor and going to the dentist regularly is that I am actually doing the things that I need to do to take care of my body. And when I was using, I didn't do that. You know, it was kind of like wait a few years, go to the dentist or the doctor, uh, because, uh, well, for quite frankly, the money that would be spent at the doctor was not there because I was using it on drugs and alcohol and cigarettes. And, um, you know, I don't have to live like that anymore. I'm not living like that anymore. So, um, you know, uh, just glad to be able to take care of this kind of stuff and catch things early. And hopefully it's, you know, it's just a, um, uh, a minor procedure to remove it and we'll be good to go. And, um, you know, but I was thinking about, I will probably do a mini nugget on my anniversary and, uh, you know, it's wild to think about how I quit smoking cigarettes. I was able to use the third step in 12 step and there was a long process to get there, but I'm glad that I got so sick of the cigarettes that I was willing to surrender them and turn them over. Cause it is a, that's a hard one to kick. I mean, when I first quit, I was eating, you know, chocolate eclair ice creams to substitute. And uh, I definitely put on weight. And I know that's a big fear for people. And, um, you know, um, eventually I got the weight under control, but I just never liked the habit of smoking. I always thought it was disgusting, even when I was doing it. But, you know, as we go further into our addiction, whichever one it is, 
our sense of normal changes and our the things we value change and things that we will put up with change so as i go along you know it's um i'm more willing to kind of settle versus making decisions about what i want in my life and my for my wellness so very grateful to be a non-smoker uh, 14 years now and uh, what's funny is that sometimes like after a meeting or even even out in public most of the time when i smell a cigarette i think it's disgusting but there are times when i'll catch a uh, whiff of it even after 14 years and i go man that smells good you know um it smells really good i can't believe that it it still smells good but it is what it is as they say and then um coming up in july i'll be celebrating 16 years clean i mean that is i mean it's wild to think about where i started and you know where i am today and uh it's pretty wild to see you know so much being talked about with podcasts social media and there's lots of TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There's lots of conversations about recovery. There are people that are sober influencers, I guess you would say. Um, I noticed that a lot of people early on are are more willing to talk about it. And um, I mean, I think it's great. The, the thing about it is I, I still feel like even though social media is a great place for people to start, I think there are some things that would benefit people outside of social media, you know, getting together for these, you know, there's some people that put together sober um, events and that's a way to connect, especially if you're not into 12 step or you're leery of it or whatever there, there still needs to be some type of connection of like-mindedness and, um, being able to talk to others who are trying to get clean or sober or who have gotten clean and sober and have real experience on how to do it. And, um, I think that's a positive thing. I think there's, uh, an asset to where, or a facet of recovery that there's lots of different books that have questions that have workbooks to where you can do journaling and writing. These things are super important because I've, there's something spiritual that happens when you write and you put pen to paper and then eventually, hopefully you share it with a very trusted friend or emotionally safe uh, mentor type of person or some people use a sponsor. Um, because these are the things that I used over for a long time, like th feelings and actions that maybe I wasn't so proud of, but I never thought I'd be able to share with someone. I've got to be able to get it off of me and then see what the patterns are and then also see what the exact nature of the decisions were. Like what drove me to make that decision? And when I start to get to the root of all that stuff, then I get to practice it the next time and do something different. And then I also get to heal and recover. And then when I'm not making terrible choices in my life, I'm I'm starting to build some momentum and almost a uh, savings um, 
a savings of like not making a bad decision. You know, I'm, I'm building um, some credit to where even if I do make a mistake, I don't have to run and use now, you know? So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's coming up on 16 years. I mean, I, when I got clean, I didn't have any, my bank was in the negative and, and it's not all about money, but it, it is, if your finances are messed up, it's a very good indicator of where my life is. You know, like if I'm, if I'm taking care of the money that I do make and I'm buying food and I'm paying my bills and I'm putting gas in the truck, these are things that kind of build uh, positive energy towards finances. But when I'm using and drinking and smoking all that, I'm just kind of throwing it away. And so the, there's like a universal energy around money as well. You know, if it's not being used for the right things, um, there can be a sense of lack. And that's just my experience. You know, when I quit smoking, then I had more money. And then when I, well, first when I quit drinking and using drugs, there was more money, but I had to work, uh, regularly <laughs> instead of like quitting jobs all the time. So it was a little different. Um, so when I was working regularly and then when I eventually, I think I had almost two years clean, I quit smoking cigarettes. Then my money got even better. And then I was, I was taking a look at it more regularly and, you know, it was, it's the momentum of my life started to change. And then I was able to stay at a job. Then I was able to get a raise at a job. And so it, all this momentum started to build. And in the meantime, I'm going to lots of meetings. I'm working steps. I'm getting, spending time with a sponsor. Then eventually I started sponsor people. Um, and then I went to meetings out of town when I was on vacation so all these things started to become the fiber and the fabric of my recovery. And so there was a lot to it just, you know, in the beginning it was just abstinence, but eventually it became this tightly woven fabric of recovery that kind of held everything together. So where if, if one strand fell short one day, it didn't mean everything fell apart. Um, and that's okay. I mean, and I'm still building. I still have to work on my network. I still have to call people. And I have to participate in my life. And I have to continue to read and journal. And uh, I have to get honest about what's bothering me, you know. And uh, I've had to do some EMDR, some therapy, some talk therapy. I've had to make mistakes in relationships. I've had to, um, I got married. I got divorced, painful divorce, got through it. Didn't use, um, I've had two jobs since I got clean. Done volunteer work. I've, I've, um, taught museum, uh, art at a museum. I've had my artwork in a museum. And these are all things that I do to, pay back to myself, you know, make amends to myself as well as living amends to my family and friends by being a good person and uh, not being a burden anymore. You know, I take that, I take that serious. 
I just try not to be a part of the problem. I don't, I don't want to be a burden on other people. It's not that I'm afraid to ask for help, but I mean, I really try not to be emotionally draining or exhausting and um, wear people out with all my drama. I used to do that all the time when I was drinking and using. You know, I was caught up in the drama, the chaos, because you know, I was addicted to that too. Not just the drugs and alcohol, I was addicted to the chaos. And uh, my life's very peaceful today. I live in a neighborhood with bunnies, y'all. Bunnies! Wherever I walk the dog, I see bunnies. It's getting kind of crazy. I don't know if we have a problem or what. But anyway, that's about it for this week. I am in good spirits. I hope you are. And uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of these interviews coming up for the next, um, I don't know, couple of weeks. And if you have an idea for the show, if you just want to get a shout out, you know, um, send me an email or send me a message on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, all the socials are at Recovery Nuggets Podcast. The email is at Recovery or Recovery Nuggets Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, I want to thank you for listening, supporting, and continuing to show up for your recovery. Uh, by you staying clean, it helps, you know, it helps your life. And then in turn, we're able to help others. So thanks so much for being here this week. And uh, next week we will have an awesome interview with a new guest. And uh, thanks again. Much love. Thanks again for listening to Recovery Nuggets podcast. I want to thank our guests this week. And uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can reach out on Instagram at Recovery Nuggets Podcast. And the email is Recovery Nuggets Podcast at gmail.com. Also, like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple. And be great if you leave a five star review. That really helps out the podcast. And I uh, really want to thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Disclaimer. Recovery Nuggets podcast and guests are not representatives of any 12-step program. I am not a doctor, counselor, or therapist. I share my experiences, strength, and hope. Guests of the show share their personal experiences and opinions. Take what you like and leave the rest. Each person's journey in recovery is unique. Thank you for listening to Recovery Nuggets podcast.